from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. I just put out of the guesting today. We're trying to smash it all into one last day for the week. As you are aware, we're off tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to everybody. But we're off Thursday. Egg Bowl, Thanksgiving and the Egg Bowl. I love that combination. I do. Cannot wait. Off Friday, so I'm trying to get everything packed in. Here's the guesting. Let's see if I can remember the list that I tweeted about 20, 30 minutes ago. In 15 minutes, Brett Ciancia pick six previews. That's on Wednesdays. That's every Wednesday. Top of hour two, Blake Rafino down in Louisiana, down in the boot. Johnny Crawford also. Hour two, longtime SEC football official, headline judge, Johnny Crawford, and Kevin Hagan. Usually we tape him Thursday, you hear it Friday. He's live today. The reason why he's able to be live is he's working from home, so he's able to do that. Kevin Hagan, top of hour three, and TJ, TJ Pittenger, about 20 minutes in. Hour number three on this Wednesday edition. 615-844-5600 is the number. On Twitter, at Bill is King, and you can email. That's right, email the show, Bill is King 7 at gmail.com. I forgot. To watch the Clown Show Committee release last night. I did. I did. I forgot. Georgia won. 
What I wanted to hear, and I, I reviewed it this morning, no worries, but last night I literally didn't even think, okay, that show's about to be on. You better go check it out. Georgia won. That is absolutely accurate. Should be. Ohio State, two. Michigan, three. On Saturday, we're about to figure that one out. Ohio State, two. Michigan, three. And UW moves up to number four. Supplanting Florida State, dropping to number five. That's what I wanted to see. That right there is exactly the only reason I would have tuned in if I would have thought about it. That right there. That little item right there. The committee said, and folks, I don't trust much when it comes to this clown show format, clown show committee. And I certainly do not believe much when it comes to, oh, we're transparent. Everything, Bill, it's it's so transparent. That is not true. And I pulled up the quote this morning, pre-show. Here's the committee regarding Florida State dropping and whether or not that had anything to do with Travis Jordan their quarterback, and his season-ending injury. Quote, it didn't have any impact. We were watching the game. Florida starts off down 13 to North Alabama. Tate Rodemaker, I was saying Rodemaker, I always do that wrong. And Jim from Jupiter pointed that out. Tate Rodemaker comes into the game and they score 58 consecutive points. Again, more of this quote. They have a lot of dudes on the field, a lot of guys that can play, and we're looking at it. That's where we are this week. And again, anything beyond that is going to be projected. I think that's just word salad. Nice and convenient. Now, Washington did win. At Oregon State, which was a good W. I'm not denying that. And they were an underdog. The undefeated UW was two, two and a half points as an underdog in Corvallis, Oregon. That is true. And they played well and they won the game. And their defense is, if there's been any critique, it's been somewhat that defense. Not here to take anything away from UW. And don't forget that Ohio State-Michigan debate is going to get answered here in just a couple of days, Saturday, week 13, last regular season weekend of the playing portion of the season. We're going to get a little affirmation on Saturday, several different places, but that's the number one place. And that might fix anything that Florida State needs. Now, Florida State still has to go to Hogtown and play. And also Louisville in the ACC championship game. They've still got some work to do with Tate Rodemaker as their quarterback, who in his debut there looked pretty good. 
I will remind you, that is not a predictor of the future. It may be, but it might not be. You just you just don't know when it comes to putting in the new guy. You just it, it you need more data, more data. He may turn out to be a really good quarterback for FSU. He may turn out to be their incumbent for next year, but he might not. We don't we don't know that. Coming in and excelling or playing well against North Alabama isn't the ultimate data test. It's good he played well. I'm glad he I'm glad he was effective because not being effective would probably be a problem. But it doesn't necessarily predict the future. They've got Hogtown and they have the ACC championship game. We'll see what happens. But having Georgia in the one slot is 100% the right pick by the Clown Show Committee. Shannon in South Bend. Bill, happy Thanksgiving. Fair or foul, Bill? Audric Estime being left off as a finalist for the Doak Walker Award, which is for the best running back after an 1,100-yard season and 14 touchdowns. That is foul. There is no way Audric Estime isn't on the Doak Walker list. I don't really care about all these awards. I don't watch them. I don't think about them. I don't rank them. I don't. Folks, I'd stop voting for the Heisman. I just don't care. But, If there's going to be a list of running backs and you don't have him on there, that is a Sunday running back. That is a bulldozing 235-pound running back who actually, in the open field, has good speed. He's not just a bulldozer and that's it. This guy can make things happen. This guy is an excellent running back out of New Jersey, Audric Estime, Left off that list is not the right list. Not to demean anybody else on the list, but yes, I, uh, Shannon, I, I saw that. I, I saw, I think, who was it? It was Brian Driscoll. I saw him talking about it, and uh, yes, he should be on there. Yeah, he absolutely should be on the Doak Walker. Allen in. Tampa, Bill, good morning. Well, Florida State hating ESPN-SEC. No, he spells it like this. SECPN. Got us out of the top five, which I think is BS. Herbie, Bill, is a jerk. Washington lover. Has Herbie been noticeably anti-FSU? Now, I like Kirby overall, but I see some commentary on Is that true? I've seen a lot of folks say that. They don't think Herbie they – thir- they do – they feel like Herbie has a mat on for FSU. Craig in North Augusta, South Carolina. Bill, UW just beat USC – Utah, and Oregon State. Pretty 
tough three-game stretch. Oh, I look, that is not meant to be anti-UW at all. It was more of, I wonder what they're going to do here with Florida State. And they had the convenient, well, it's really just about UW. And you know what? Complimenting them, I agree with that part. Again, I just wanted to see how they would word-splain. Is that a word? Word-splain. Dropping FSU. That was my only interest in last night's release. That was it. That was it. Mike the Mad Dog. Down in Noonan, GA. Bill, the playoff committee is full of it. It's a coincidence that they dropped Florida State out of the top four right after Jordan Travis's injury. And I don't believe in coincidences, Bill. They had it all figured out. They knew how they would explain it. They knew what they would say. It might not matter because if Florida State wins out, (coughs) still some coughing. I don't know when that's going to end. I'm I'm trying to stop the coughing so you don't have to hear it. But there's still that little tickly throat thing, the little feather feeling in the throat after you've had a little bit of a cold or what. I don't even know what I had. I never felt bad. It's just an irritant. And I have a – throat lozenge in as well right now. Yes, I have a throat lozenge in just to coat everything. Yes, still still coughing. Still coughing a little bit. But it might not matter because Florida State, if they can win out, which they're favored to do, and either Michigan or Ohio State's going to lose that ball game on Saturday. Does that make it all nice and clean? History says we've got a little bit more hijinks. Not sure which one it is, but there's a little bit more hijinks than just everything washes out. Nice and clean, y'all. Typically doesn't necessarily end up that way. I will start guesting. Oh, man. We'll start guesting right here. Brett Zianzi after the break. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning. Starting to pick up just a bit already coming out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. It's still moving right now through Wilson County. Just watch for radar in Wilson and Smith County this morning up and down I-40. Lots of radar already out here and you're going to see more and more over the next 24, 48 hours. Hey, don't miss the Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga this holiday season. Check them out at crockcity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Oh, oh, uh, open that one. It's for me. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Best gift ever! Wait, these tickets are already scratched. Yeah, it was me. 
I was just so excited. But look, we won! Tis the season for epic cash prizes. This year, give the most winning gift of all. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Dinner with Friends is a fine dining restaurant located in Nashville's prestigious West End. It features an elegant presentation and exceptional service. One of the first non-alcoholic restaurants in Nashville. They pride themselves in professional and courteous service. A popular choice among locals and tourists alike. If you're in town for the ball game or you're just visiting with friends, Dinner with Friends is the preferred location for those seeking a rich, modern restaurant with serene atmosphere and top-notch guest experience. Your server will uphold the high standards of etiquette and hospitality hospitality and guide you through a unique dining experience. Enjoy the ambiance and reconnect with friends. Specialty dining will feature a set menu, a dedicated server, and a personal chef. Enjoy a delicious combination of meats and vegetables at a very affordable price. There's no place in Nashville like it. A unique experience. Come and have dinner with friends. 1719 West End Avenue. To make a reservation, call right now. 615-730-9559. Dinner with friends, a proud sponsor of TSU football on WNSR. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. It's a Bill King Show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. He spends more time staring at depth charts than any man in any universe ever. It's Bill King. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews with us on Wednesdays. Brett, a early... Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Did you agree? Did you concur with the committee jumping Florida State, dropping them to number five with you, Dub? Hey, good morning, Bill. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving to you, your family, to all the listeners out there, the Bill King listeners. Uh, have a special week here. And, uh, you know, I've, I've got to start out by saying I refuse to acknowledge that this is the last week of the season. I don't know where that time went. It's it always goes too fast. We talk every year about it, but my gosh, this this time around. Yep. Um, yeah, with the committee, uh, I'm okay with it. Um, when you look at Washington's resume, start start to finish here, um, you can even argue they should be above Michigan when you look at their quality wins. Um, Michigan, their margins are slimming down a little bit towards the end of the year. Now they're playing some tougher competition. Um, yeah, with Florida State, they've had some close wins too. Uh, the quarterback injury certainly hurts. 
Although there is some precedent here when we're talking about quarterback injuries. They, the committee didn't penalize Ohio State back in 2014 uh, when JT Barrett went down and Braxton Miller was out. They were on their third stringer, Cardell Jones. Um, so, you know, it, there's precedent there. If Florida State goes out and dominates the ACC title game and proves that the quarterback isn't a total liability there, then they can be right back in the discussion. Brett Ciencia, pick six previews. That Michigan-Ohio State game, what I consider the college football game of the year to date, who has the advantage? Yeah, um, I agree with you calling it that, um, especially with it being a rivalry, uh, with all the -the off-the-field issues with Michigan, the last two years of it being swung back to Michigan's side after 15 years of Ohio State. Uh, I think that the games of the year will end up being this one, the Georgia-Bama SEC title, and then the Pac-12 title, uh, which could be the Heisman Bowl. But uh, with this one, yeah, it's strength on strength. The Michigan has the ball for sure. It's the, one of the best offensive lines the past couple of years. They're back-to-back Joe Moore Award winners at Michigan, and, and all those guys are back again for a third year. One of the best O-lines going up against my number one defense in the country right now, per my numbers. Uh, you watch them, the, the, you know, the eyes back it up, and you know maybe not number one to you, but top five, I'm sure, and that Ohio State's defense would land in any kind of category you want to rank them. So strength on strength there, and that's been the, the key storyline the last two times that Michigan has gone out and beaten them is that, that they were able to overpower the Buckeyes' defense. So I want to see uh, how, how far Jim Knowles' unit has come this year. Uh, and that's a huge second-year bonus. They're, again, one of the top in the country. I might come down to quarterback play, and, and Kyle McCord started out the season as a little bit of a liability. Their, their biggest uh, flaws were McCord in the passing game, uh, not, not much of a scrambler or working through his progressions, and some of their short yardage run game uh, they've struggled with. But both have, both have improved is what I'm getting at. Uh, run game has taken off now that Henderson's healthy. McCord maturing as he goes as a first-year starter. I'm going to go for Ohio State here. I'm going to pick Ohio State to go in there. I know it's about a field goal spread, given the home field advantage, but a lot of distractions up in Michigan. I think Ohio State has revenge on their mind uh, and a better defense. I think we're going to get it done. The one item that is – well, there's a couple things different about this. <clears throat> Excuse me, the, the cold thing still kicking in on me. But the way Michigan has been able to line up and bully them, particularly the last two years of the second half, just literally knocked them – to the ground and step on them. I don't think Jim Knowles' defense allows that anymore. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, we saw improvements last year, too. Uh, the first half, I thought they played to pretty much a stalemate. Uh, there weren't any big collapses in that first half. And uh, then the second half, yeah, it, it, you know, the levy broke. But this time around, they played some similar types of offenses. I mean, Notre Dame, their, Notre Dame's goal was just to wear you down with their offensive line and empower you on the ground, and, and they held their own against Notre Dame. It was a, a, a low-scoring game. It, you know, it, the margin wasn't tight because of their defense. It was uh, some offensive limitations. But uh, there, uh, Penn State, similar deal. They, they, uh, they were a little bit one-dimensional. They wanted to run the ball. Now, I think that Michigan has a lot more uh, dimension to their offense than Penn State. I think that J.J. McCarthy's proven he's a solid quarterback. Blake Corum, he's up for All-American candidacy uh, here with 20 touchdowns, leads the nation. Uh, more receiver threats than what Penn State offered. But, yeah, I just I, I don't know. I, I think that Ohio State is peaking right now, and um, I think that Michigan has gone through the season almost untested until that Penn State game. 
so I wonder if that's going to catch up to him. I think the distractions might be catching up, and um, I don't know. I, I just have a feel on this one. I guess my numbers would agree with what Vegas has. They're about a dead heat tie in my game grader. Any factor in home field, whether you think that's two, three, three and a half, and that's really where Vegas has it. I'm from the South, so there's probably a bias issue here, but I think the Egg Bowl, which we'll see on Thursday tomorrow, is the most underrated rivalry game. It's certainly not considered a national brand, but I absolutely love it. It's in oh, Stark. Yeah. It's in Starkville. Maybe Kiff's got a chance to do something Ole Miss doesn't do very often. That's have double-digit wins. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And, um, you know, I like that it has its own special window on TV. It's always that Thanksgiving night, so now we come to expect it. You know, in, in my house, my family, we don't do that NFL Thursday night game. We have uh, that's Egg Bowl time. So, uh, you know, that, that's grab an extra slice of pie, some leftovers, and, and, and we're hunkering now for the Egg Bowl. So I hope it's competitive this year. What I love about it is the, sh- the sheer passion that you see in that game, the, the in-state passion. Uh, I'd-, I'd equate it to a Carolina-Clemson uh, or even a BYU-Utah. This is a level of in-state passion. It rarely has national implications, but you and I agree. It doesn't always have to be national. I mean, we love the regional, the in-state stuff. So this is uh, one of my favorites, I agree. And yeah, it would be a special year for Ole Miss to get to 10 wins. Um, you know, they played Alabama tough. They, they had the win there over LSU. A lot of close wins this year, but when you look back on it, 10 wins is special. And they could play themselves in the New Year's, New Year's, New Year's Six uh, consideration here in the final year of the playoff. The Iron Bowl. Auburn coming off an atrocious loss to uh, a well-coached New Mexico State Aggie team. I don't want to down them here, but just got dominated. And now Alabama comes in there. What do you anticipate? I mean, New Mexico State, I know they're having a fine year, but that's got to be one of the worst losses in Jordan-Hare history, right, at least yeah. the last 10, 20, 50 years. I mean, um, and it wasn't even close. I mean, it was a 21-point finish there. So that's crazy to me. Uh, Auburn looked like they were turning a corner a little bit uh, within the first year there. They started to stack some SEC wins. Uh, they beat up on uh, Arkansas big time a couple weeks ago. So that would shock me, to be honest. But, um, yeah, what stands out to me here is you see a 14-point spread between Bama and Auburn. There's also a 14-point spread in the Civil War, Oregon, Oregon State. So it, it just seems crazy that you're talking uh, that those two that those two pairings have the same point spread. So I don't know if the angle is to go heavy Bama there, like they should be more than 14, or think that Oregon State should be less than 14. It just it stood out to me, uh, you know. But uh, in this one, I think Alabama overpowers them and, and they get ready for the SEC title game. Um, maybe that line's a little bit thinner because who knows if Saban wants to. Uh, lay off the dogs a little bit late in the game and, and just rest up his guys for the title game if it gets out of hand. Uh, there could be some late scores from Auburn there to cover. I don't know, but that, that, that line stood out to me. I think I would, I would go Alabama heavy. Brett Ciancia, Pick 6 Previews, joins us each and every Wednesday. couple of other items that I wanted to ask you about. Texas and Alabama played early. Texas clearly won that game. Can't debate that. You could debate where both teams are right now, although Texas has only lost one game since then. How would you decide if it came down to those two? Yeah, well, I, I think you got to go Texas. I mean, I'm a huge believer of what happens on the field. It's got to matter. I mean, especially in such a tight vacuum like that where you're, you look at these resumes. Okay, they're both 12-1. and one. They would both end up as conference champions. 
then you got to look at did the teams play each other? And in this rare case, yeah, they did. And uh, and it was in Tuscaloosa. So, I mean, yeah, Texas should get the nod over them. I know it was September, but we only have 12 games in college football. You know, it's not 162 like baseball. I mean, one out of 12 of your games, that, that matters big time, especially head-to-head. So this may upset some SEC folks listening. And I, I don't know, when you, when you look at this scenario, there's a chance the SEC is shut out. And it almost sounds funny to say it would be poetic uh, in the final year of the, SC, of the uh, 14 bracket. Um, I, me and you have always loved the, the 14 bracket, but some of its haters have said it was too SEC-centric and that the Pac-12 was overlooked. It may just shake out where the SEC might be left out this year, which would be crazy to think. But, look, you got an undefeated Big Ten winner. you got an undefeated Florida State. You have potentially an undefeated Washington. Brett Cianci of Pick 6 Previews. Talking college football. Brett, a lot of rumors about the portal coming up here. I don't know if you pay attention or spend any time on it, but there's already Evan Stewart rumors out there from A&M. Did we lose him? I think we lost him there. Okay. Yeah, I think we lost Brett. Brett Ciancia somehow disappeared there on the telephones. We'll get him back. Top of the hour, we'll talk with Blake Rafino. Always going down to the boot. Top of hour number two. Johnny Crawford, if you have any College football officiating items, issues, disagreements, questions. Johnny will be with us about 20 minutes in to hour two. And then later, Kevin Hagan, T.J. Pittenger. Brett, I was just remarking, not sure what category, but with the transfer portal about to open up here very shortly, there's already rumors out there. One's about Evan Stewart, fantastic playmaker at A&M. Yeah, I, I think that one of my biggest storylines will be to, to look and watch this A&M roster because that's an early vacancy, early early coaching change, and they had some of the most stockpiled five-star talent we've ever seen. So there's a lot of five-stars there that are a year or two into their careers ready to get a fresh start and ready to, to almost come in and start in most places in the country. So uh, that, that roster may be rated unless there's some quick movement there on the coaching, uh, coaching search. But, yeah, I agree with you. For everybody, there's a 30-day. I, I actually misspoke there. The The portal is coming up, but A&M's in a portal situation because their head coach got fired, so it's current for them. And also, if you take a look, and I was I, I had on that A&M Abilene Christian game, and I'm not sure what they did. And the way they handled Moose Muhammad, but he made a phenomenal play where he went up, grabbed a high point and a ball with one hand, and then jumped over a guy. No telling what's happening with that roster getting poached by all these other teams. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, that's a great example. Muhammad's a great player. Uh, all-time record recruiting class last cycle. And you yep. just know that these guys are ready for a fresh start. And um, Yeah, so look, look for these guys to be targeted by almost every program in the country. What about the Apple Cup, the Washington-Washington State game? Any chance for an upset there? No, I think the Washington's pretty focused here. I think they're going to finish it off. But Washington State started the season strong. They were 4-0. They had a couple big wins. They beat Oregon State. Their offense was scoring a ton of points, beat Wisconsin. But they really struggled here October, November. Uh, fell towards the, the full bottom of the conference there. 
They're going to finish second to last just above Colorado. So I think the Washington here focused on making the playoffs. They know that they have no margin for error. They're going to they're going to get it done in the final Apple Cup. It's a little bittersweet seeing the final Apple Cup, the final Civil War, um, and potentially some other last time seeing these rivalries played on Rivalry Saturday. I'm sure these conference schedules are going to mix it up. So uh, really a shame there. But, yeah, it's going to be a, a great ending to the Pac-12 and the, and the rivals. Tell everybody how they can get your content. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Pick 6 Previews on Twitter, pick6previews.com. Uh, we're also putting out there the Big 12 tiebreaker scenarios today. It's pretty crazy over there. Uh, you have four teams that are still alive for Dallas in the final year of Texas, Oklahoma, and the Big 12. So huge rivalry weekend. Again, thanks to the Bill King crew, the listeners, and uh, have a special Thanksgiving and rival Saturday. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. Georgia dog down on the Emerald Coast. Billy, if you have to take away somebody on Georgia's offense, who is it? One without Bowers and McConkie. Both are back, but no real superstars, just really good talent everywhere. I guess what the answer would be is you take somebody away or take a couple away from Georgia, it doesn't seem to matter. That's the beauty. doesn't seem to matter. Blake Rapino, top, hour two. Omni Nashville, host of Good morning. There's only been a couple of minor wrecks out here so far, but plenty of radar, and you're going to see more and more of that over the next 24, 48 hours as it starts to pick up with a little bit of volume on 24 westbound, coming out of Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, towards Nashville. Radar out in parts of Wilson County this morning, Wilson and Smith County, up and down I-40. Be careful. Hey, don't miss in the Enchanted Garden of Lights at Rock City in Chattanooga. Over the holiday season, check them out at crockcity.com. I'm Commander Chug with your on-time traffic. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage in Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. How about Thanksgiving, though? Right here at the Omni. Experiences matter here at the Omni. Celebrate Thanksgiving right here at Kitchen Notes with its amazing and expansive holiday brunch that can only add to the wonderful memories of the holiday season. The Kitchen Notes Thanksgiving Feast features multiple entrees, including sorghum, glazed ham, and pan-seared salmon, while the action stations boast smoked prime rib, and tender roasted turkey with all the traditional fixings. You're going to not want to forget that. So good. Also, save up some room for those very sweet endings. Thanksgiving brunch with family and friends at Kitchen Notes. Meals for children ages 5 and younger are complimentary. Make your reservations now by visiting Kitchen Notes Nashville. 
Food.com. Get you some delicious food. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. This yeah. is just it. The Titans are trading Kevin Byer to the Eagles. The yeah, Eagles are going to send the Titans a fifth and sixth round pick and safety Terrell Edmonds. Well, they're giving up on that contract. There were also a lot of Titans fans upset about some of the comments he made, which I thought was insane. Big kaboom here on this Monday. <laughs> the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Closer to Bill King, 615-844-5600. Blake Rubino time. Second hour. Also, Johnny Crawford coming up, hour two. Kevin Hagan, hour three. TJ Pittenger in the third hour. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. We are off tomorrow, Thursday, Thanksgiving. Off Friday, back on Monday. There is one more, actually, check that, two more college football playoff releases. And then we'll know who's in the four. We'll know the four at that point. I mentioned it. The chances of everything holding. First of all, you get Michigan-Ohio State. That right there, at least at the moment, knocks one of them out. Things could happen. To get both of them in, it would take a landslide of something, though to have that happen this year. But at the moment, Saturday, one of those will be temporarily, maybe permanently out of this year's college football playoff. Outside of that, though, the chances that Florida State wins out, UW wins out, Alabama wins out, Georgia wins out, Texas wins out, everybody wins out. Well, Alabama and Georgia cannot simultaneously win out, but you know what I mean. It's less than 50%. Usually there's something that happens that's unforeseen that shakes that up. Tough to say what that would be. Tough to say if indeed this year that would happen, but that is historically the case. Maybe this year it comes out nice and clean like that. It might. It might. But I'm just warning you. Be be careful 
This time of year, y'all, you know what this time of year is? Head on a swivel. Yeah, get your head, keep it on a swivel. Be aware of your surroundings when it comes to college football. Larry in North Carolina. Larry's a Michigan fan. Bill, thanks for squeezing in Bretziancia. Said, I'm glad he's got revenge on his mind and favors Ohio State. Seems like I heard that all last year from Tom and Myrtle Beach. And we marched into CBUS, Bill, and whooped that A-Z-Z. We'll see what happens. I, I, I'm favoring Michigan. Slightly. I mean slightly. This is a relatively even game. It's in the big house. I have said repeatedly, with this Jim Knowles defense, I don't think Michigan, I'd be surprised if it's stylistically similar to the last two years where Michigan just went up to them while they were tanning on the beach and kept kicking sand in their face, and there's nothing they could do to respond to it. Bullied them. Punked them. Don't think you're doing that to this Buckeye team. I would favor Michigan in a game that's absolutely less than three points. I mean, last minute of the game, last two minutes, you're wondering who in the bleep's going to win this game. How is this going to end? That's what I think. We'll see. Can Michigan get the Buckeyes into a situation in the second half like they've been able to do last two years and just bulldoze them? Submit them. That's what they did. I don't think this year's Jim Knowles defense is going to allow that. I don't. I think we're talking about a game last part of the fourth quarter. You're wondering, how's this going to end? Which would be very fitting and would rubber stamp that game as the game of the year. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I'm very excited. It's an early game. I've often wondered, that game's so big, what if you had it on a Saturday night or something? Is there is there ever any talk? You, you folks, I haven't thought about this, but with the new contract, that's we're just starting year one with the Big Ten's new monstrosity TV media rights deal. Has there ever been any talk about putting that? I know it's... 11 o'clock Central, noon Eastern, making that a prime time Saturday night game. I know, I know what the history says and all that, but has there ever been, you, you Big Ten fans, you Buckeye fans, you Michigan fans, has there ever been a real conversation? I don't even know how I feel about that. I like it where it's at. Don't misunderstand me. I love it where it's at. Saturday morning, let's just get it, right? Saturday, let's just start off with it. Let's go right now. I love it. No, I love it. I'm just wondering, with the new TV deal, has there been any discussion of perhaps that getting moved? I'm guessing not. Yeah, I'm guessing not. 
Craig in North Augusta, South Kakalaki. Bill, just wanted to wish you and your family and all the listeners happy Thanksgiving. It's truly a family feel of listeners to your show. Thanks for three hours of goodness every day. Back to you, Craig. Yeah, same to you, you and your family. Yeah, same to you, folks. Get a break here. Blake Rafino in about 15 minutes. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, wrapping up an earlier rank on 24 westbound, just before you get to 440. Traffic has increased now, right on schedule, up to the Hickory Hollow area, coming in from Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, uh, headed towards uh, Nashville. It's also on the increase over here on 65 southbound, down through Millersville. That's starting to slow a bit. Uh, watching it really load up and build on 40 westbound, out of Wilson County, especially the Mount Julian area, headed towards Hermitage. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring in all four locations. Order online today at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Hmm, this is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and Southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its growler filling station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the Heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldwideGolf.com. 
The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Bill King is the king of college football, and his sample size is large. Just ask him. Paul Broadnax says, hey, Bill, that 06 game, which was, at the time, Ohio State-Michigan, on SiriusXM, we sat there and speculated, I don't know, for a week or so, about how that could be a repeat game in the BCS championship. It wasn't because Florida got in. But, yeah, huge, huge game. He said, Bill, that game was a 3.30 Eastern game. Finished under the lights. See, I don't remember that. Wow, I do not remember that. I remember the game. I just don't remember visually the time. Wow. Yeah, wow. Wolverine Dan, I don't know what happened. Got disconnected. I'm not sure what happened. Yes, that was yesterday. Welcome back, sir, from the Rocket City. Thank you so much, Bill. I appreciate it. You know, I had to call back because, I, you know, Bill, I get a, so much positive reinforcement when I call your show. Your, your callers just love me. Oh, they like they like make they like teasing you, but it's all it's all good fun. It's love. Oh, if, I know it's good fun. Let, I, let me put know, it I this way: if if you were irrelevant, they wouldn't comment. Well. Well, you just you just threw them a softball, Bill. They're going to say you're relevant every time they call. <laughs> anyway, Probably not so. a problem, Bill. Pile on, brother. I got big shoulders. Uh, yeah, I just uh, real quick. I came back from Europe, man. Oh, Europe's really cool, but they there's no football. You, there, it's all soccer or rugby. Uh, I could not find a channel anywhere to watch my game. But you know what? That's okay in a way because the Maryland game was a little bit too tight, too close, but. Two of his brothers are pretty good quarterback. I knew that was going to happen. Now, but, did, uh, did you do the whole Europe thing? Did you go Italy, France, Great Britain? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, actually, we, we, we uh, flew into Amsterdam and uh, spent several days there. And then from there, we went to Paris, which I don't recommend. It's kind of a dump, Bill. It's really dirty. <laughs> I've, I've, heard then, around, I've heard around the uh, – just, just in Paris is really dumpy. The pictures you see do not – replicate exactly the way I've heard that dingy. Yeah. And they, they don't really want to try to speak English. You know, I mean, you can tell they, they, they know what you're saying, but you know, they're kind of stubborn about that. And then we went to England, the kind of cool thing. And, uh, and I'll, I won't go any further with it, but with Europe trip, but it's called the Aerostar. Um, the Eurostar, I'm sorry. It is, uh, it travels. We were traveling really exceeding 190 miles an hour on this, on this train. Uh, in the lat from from uh, Amsterdam to Paris, and then from Paris we went to uh, London. And actually, the last thirty minutes of the trip to London is in a tunnel that goes under the English Channel. Wow! Well, I think it's pretty impressive uh, engineering feat there. But uh, 
the food is decent. People are pretty good in the majority of places except for Paris. But, but let's yeah. get to the game. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, the last two years I said it was going to be a close game, and it wasn't. Uh, but I, I agree with your analogy by your guest we just had. Uh, Bill, I think it's going to be closer and uh, very well could lose this game. So I'm not going to go in there with a big head and think that we could beat up on Ohio State. That ain't going to happen this year. It just isn't going to happen. So, uh, And I know it seems to me that you're leaning toward the, i got to say it this way, Michigan side because oh. just some of your callers don't like that, and I have to do it. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, Bill. Um, but I wanted to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and um, – Get that White Castle stuffing. I know you're not going to, but shove it in your bird, and you know how it works. I tell you what. I tell you what. I need you to do me a favor. Since I know you laid it down, but lay it down one more time. Give everybody the cliff notes on White Castle stuffing, what to do. It's a thought-out frozen 16 burgers, uh, ripped up, chunked up, however you want to do it. Throw it in a bowl, about a cup of uh, chicken broth, uh, about a cup and a half of uh, thinly sliced celery, and then you need sage, a little bit of sage, about maybe half a teaspoon, and then um, a little bit of uh, thyme, just about the same amount. Uh, stuff it in your bird, and of course, when you stuff a bird, you have to add extra time in the cooking process. And I cook my bird wrapped up in a aluminum foil, heavy aluminum foil, and before I do that, I usually rub it down, inject it with butter, put a little chicken broth on the bottom of the aluminum foil, wrap the turkey up, stick it in a roaster pan, and then it's usually four to five hours. Never open it up, and it's absolutely delicious. There you have it, folks. White right, Castle no, no. stuffing. Happy, happy, th- happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> and one more time, go Michigan. See ya. <laughs> So, Patton, there's your uh, recipe. If we ever need it, then pull the tape at some point. I don't know when we'll need it, but pull the tape. There it is. Your White Castle stuffing for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you didn't even think that was a thing until when did he? About three years ago, he called in and said, let me tell you something that's delicious. Go to your local grocer. Go to the frozen foods. You can buy a package of White Castle. I don't even know you could do this. I've never noticed White Castle at the grocery store. Get it, chop it up, add some celery, some sage, some thyme, whatever he just said, and then chuck it on the inside of that turkey. It's going to be incredible. I've yet to try that because I'd probably get divorced if I did, but there it is. There you have it, everybody. Yeah, Tom brings up a good question, if, if Vaughn's still listening. Why was that game at 3.30 in 06? What was the reason for that? I, I Tom says he doesn't remember that time either. He remembers the game, but that time, I remember the game vividly. But that, that particular time, I just don't remember the reason. And if Vaughn hadn't brought that up, I wouldn't even have known that. Yeah, I would not have known that. Blake Rafino. There's the music when we come back. We'll go down to the booth. Omni Nashville Hotel. <laughs> 